0: Love, talk, radio. Hey, good morning, folks. Troy Dooley here. Hope you are having a wonderful morning. We are in Darren Falter's book, How to Select a Network Marketing Company, Six Keys to Scrutinizing, Comparing, and Selecting a Million Dollar Home Business. Notice he didn't say a million dollar network marketing company. See, he's showing you how to select the company He's going to show us how to really create a million-dollar home-based business. And you may be saying, yeah, but Troy, is it for real? Darren created a million-dollar home-based business before he ever became a company owner. So I think in, in two facets, he knows what he's talking about. I think if you're listening today, whether you're a company owner, somebody thinking about starting a company, Or whether you're a distributor saying, man, I keep trying to do this and and it seems like I don't get anywhere. Because I can relate to that. Now, I didn't do like a lot of people did. I didn't jump from company to company. I spent 15 years with the same company. And when I did leave that company, I left with the same organization. We just launched a new company in the same niche. We'd gone from from being an entrepreneurial, visionary-led organization to a owned by a, a Fortune 100 company, and, and it just felt weird. And we figured, hey, you know what? We think we can do it a little bit better. It's it's the late 20th century. There's things that have changed. You're going to have that periodically. There's nothing wrong with that. That's the evolution of, of business. But it's funny as we get into this first key because we all left with the exact mindset. We knew we could do it bigger and better and badder, and that meant more profits that meant we'd help more people and did for quite a few years. matter of fact, the owner of the company sold it uh, for what would have been a half a billion dollars had things worked out the way it should have but that's a whole that's a whole nother training call on that one today key number one remember there are six keys today we're in the first key profit mindset think like a marketing pro now Darren. Darren is one of these kind of guys that as much as he cuts up, he's very analytical. And I want you to listen to what he says right off the bat. Before we get ahead of ourselves by diving into the actual criteria for selecting a company, it's important to understand how your attitude and mindset play into your ability to select a winning opportunity. Mindset. Now it sounds like we're, we're back out at a motivational meeting, doesn't it? But it's very important. See, the mindset that we have going into the business is what's important. He goes on and he says this, like it or not, everyone must develop a certain attitude and mindset to be able to process the kind of information contained in the later chapters of this book. Selecting a business vehicle without the proper mindset is like going to a car lot to purchase an automobile. I'll take it a step further. It's like going on a dating site trying to find a gal that you're going to date or a guy that you're going to date. You can't just go on there and, like, push a button and hope you get the right one. What happens when you go on a dating site? Now, I've not been on one, but from what I see at Harmony.com commercials and Match.com commercials and all this stuff, it's very clear that you have to put in the criteria. You've got to do a, a certain profile yourself, and then you put in what you're looking for in a mate. Well, guess what? you got to open up your mind on some things. Same thing rings true looking for a network marketing company. It's just the way things happen. So your mindset is going to play a role. Now let's get into the nuts and bolts of what he's talking about, the money-making mindset. Now, for some of my, <laughs> some of my conservative Christian friends, when we talk about money, people get a little freaky. And it all goes back to that wonderful verse in the Bible that says, The love of money is the root of all evil. So as I start to read a little bit about what type of mindset, please keep your mind open to what I'm saying. First question, Darren always asks this when he he gets with a client. Why are you in business? Plain and simple. Why do you want to launch a home-based business? See, if you have the wrong reasons for launching the business, it will fail. I didn't say you would fail, but your business will fail. T. Harv Eker said this in his best-selling book, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Give me five minutes and I can predict your financial future for the rest of your life. Now, it seems kind of bold, doesn't it? Darren says, I can do the same thing when it relates to a person's potential for selecting a winning network marketing company by only one question. All I have to ask is, why are you in business? Here are the most common answers. I want to make the world a better place. My widget is more powerful. I'm on a mission to share it with the universe. I already had 10 years of experience in my field, so I decided to become self-employed instead of work for my boss. I've always heard things like, I was introduced to this distributorship by my Uncle Rico and I was very impressed with what his sponsor La Fonda had to say. Or I might get, well, I was on the product for two weeks and I noticed a huge reduction in my pain and inflammation and yada, yada, yada. Well, I'm a physical trainer, I'm a registered nurse, I'm a chiropractor, I'm a massage therapist and I have a lot of interest in nutritional products. None of these are intelligent answers. They come from intelligent people, but none of them are intelligent answers for launching your business. I was 19 years old, 18, 19 years old, when I decided to join A.L. Williams. I joined A.L. Williams because I wanted to become financially independent by helping other people become financially independent. To become financially independent means I had a profit mindset. I thought, this kicks butt. I can work for myself, make millions of dollars, helping other people make millions of dollars, and they don't even have to work with me. You have to know what it is. Why are you in business? This important answer, I mean question, demands an intelligent and important answer. You need to stop. I don't care if you've been in network marketing for stop where you're at and answer the question without an emotional response everybody's answer should be the same and it should go something like this Darren why else would I be in business except to make a profit I want to acquire as many customers as I can in the shortest period of time possible and keep these customers for life I want residual profits for myself, for my kids, maybe even my children's great-grandchildren. That's what you want. When Darren heard that, he was so amazed that he that he just, he right then and there, bent down on the ground, started kissing the guy's feet. The interesting thing that he writes is what happens next. He goes, at that point, I awoke from my sleep with my wife nudging me saying, why are you kissing my feet? All of a sudden he realized it was just a dream. Now, as humorous as this may sound, think about this for a second. It doesn't matter what the idea that you may have is. It may not matter what the widget is that you want to create. The idea that you're going into business for anything other than to make a profit Will lead you to failure. And you may say, but Troy, my product actually does work. I, I, I was in, I was in Kenya and, and I, and I did a case study on all the Kenyan people and and they literally grew six feet tall after using my product. I know it'll work here at the United States. It, it will help short people become tall people and 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 fat people become t- looking skinny because they'll get taller and all that stuff. You may say but you won't be able to get it out to anybody if you're not making a profit. It'll just be stuck around on a shelf like so many other inventions that never get off. I understand that when people launch businesses, they have a mission behind it. It's cause-driven. Blake Mikowski, when he launched Tom's Shoes, knew he had to make a profit, so in their business plan, they realized how much they had to sell a pair of shoes for in order to continue to make a profit, but you have to give a pair of shoes away. See, the only reason to start and maintain a successful business is to make a profit through the acquisition and retention of customers. Like Darren, I use this scenario. I tell people, we are in the marketing and distribution business. We need to open up as many outlets as we can to touch as many lives as we can, to make as much money as we can, so that we as individuals can fulfill our God-given purpose on this earth. That's the key. If we don't have the right mindset, then we're screwed up. We won't make it. See, Darren writes this. I thought this was good. You and I have a mission. We must teach everyone we meet that there's only one reason for starting and maintaining a successful business, and that is to make a profit through the acquisition and retention of customers. If you're not solving people's problems, and if you're not filling a need or satisfying a want or a desire, you're not in business. And if you're not giving huge value to others and turning a huge profit in the process, you're not helping people in substantial ways. You might have the noblest of intentions, but if your business can't survive and eventually thrive in time, then you're just delaying a disaster. That's that's pretty, pretty powerful. See, there's not a non-profit organization out there that doesn't make a profit every year. And those that don't, don't sustain themselves after a year. See, this isn't an overemphasis on the profits. It's the fact that when you're making a profit, then your character will shine through in a big way, and you'll be able to fulfill everything that you want to fulfill. When you look at the mastermind and the master women that actually launched this country in the industrial age... They made an ungodly amount of money and became creatively wealthy in the United States and gave away anywhere from 50 to 90% of their income. The money didn't make them worse. It allowed their characters to shine through. And that's what I'm talking about. J. Paul Getty once said this, the best way to help the poor is not to become one of them. It's not about a gimme, gimme, gimme attitude. It's about being able to help people. Darren and I, too, believe that a successful business is your birthright. When I look back into the dawn of time, people didn't start out working for somebody else. They started out working for themselves. Now, my history is, is a mixture of, of, of biblical history and, and everything that I found. And, and when you look at everything from Adam and Eve down... They were home-based business people, entrepreneurs. Adam and Eve tended a garden and then went out and and actually their kids helped create cities and and gardens. Noah and his family literally were were carpenters, built boats for a living. They were boat makers, at least one. You You had Abraham, who he was a pioneer. He'd go from country to country, land to land. Conquering and, and building and establishing, he was probably one of the first ranchers out there. Huge guy. It's amazing when you when you look and see the the Israelites built temp not temples built pyramids for the Egyptians for years. Everybody was a was an entrepreneur. Now, yeah, you can say Troy. I don't know about that Hebrew thing. They were like slaves. Some of them lived like they were slaves, but you realize that. Through their endeavors, they ended up leaving that country and went out and they became conquerors. They'd conquer whole cities, take over, start all new, people, all new things. It's interesting when I see this. It really is our birthright. You don't have to be afraid to turn a freaking profit. It's not about getting back a huge tax return at the end of the year. It truly is about having to write a check because you made money. See, I believe at the end of the day, this is the key. And we got to do it. we got to kick this thing into high gear. we got to exit the pity party, so to speak. This isn't about going to an opportunity meeting that, that ends up just being a brokeaholic anonymous deal. I just love it the way Darren writes. One of his experiments has been to leave the house. I'm that way. The last three or four days, I've just been at home. I haven't been out. I finally went out today and picked up my four-wheel drive truck so I could go party this weekend. The whole concept here is we get so wrapped up at the house. We're making money. We're having fun. But sometimes we don't even realize there's people out there not making any money, and we don't know why. So Darren goes out, and he he joins a, a local home business organization. He wants to see how the other, other people are living, and and he makes fun of it because he said it's more like a, a Brokeaholics Anonymous group. Hi, my name's Darren, and I'm a home-based business owner. Everyone says hi, Darren. Darren says, "Let me see. I've been losing money in my home-based business for three years now. I'm I'm really making progress with my new 12-step plan, and I'm hoping that with the support of this group, I'll be breaking even during the next 36 months." Everyone thunderous applause, holding back tears. Yes, we're there. We know. Just just be open. Just be. I mean, that's daggum, that's how it is. It used to be people were afraid to say, I'm in MLM or I'm in network marketing. Now they're embarrassed to say, I'm in home-based business. Why? I just helped launch a whole network, the Home Business Radio Network. We have dozens of speakers. We interview dozens of people that are successful, weekly, new people. You know, one of the myths that's out there, I just love this. They tell people all the time, well, there's only 2% of the home-based business network marketers that are millionaires. And I used to laugh at that. And people would say, well, see, most people fail. Do you know that 2% represents over 450,000 multimillionaires? Do you know the top 10% of income earners in network marketing represents over a million people making six figures a year? Do you realize there's another 25 to 30% that are making a full-time livable income? A fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year, and there's a boatload more out of the last fifty percent that are making just good part-time income. Nobody ever talks about this, and this is why they go go sit around. I'm broke. Well, you know they're broke. They aren't out there making sales. You don't make a sale, you don't make any money. Twelve years old, knocking door to door, selling Christmas cards in the freaking winter time, just to win a trophy at my school. I didn't have to gripe. It was cold, but at the end of the day, I got a trophy. My mind back then was profit-driven. I knew there was something more than just selling the Christmas cards. Here's something Darren wrote in here, and I thought this was different. Most people would rather spend the rest of their lives trying to justify their decisions for business failure rather than swallow their pride and ask for help and advice from a successful home-based business owner. You need to go to networkmarketingbook.com and buy this doggone book because I can't even give it justice. This thing is so well written and so in detail that I'm skipping pages just to make sure we get to the nuts and bolts throughout this time. You've got to get rid of the old mindset. You've got to ask yourself, why am I in business? You've got to answer that in your heart by saying it's to make a profit. So let's start clearing your mind. First thing you've got to do if you want to become successful at learning which company to pick out is you've got to start being aware of what's going on in the marketplace. Darren writes, one of the greatest secrets to becoming a master marketer is to learn how to pay attention to the marketplace. To do this, we need to become aware of our surroundings and pay attention to the subtle clues that others are overlooking. The way to do that is you got to read. Well, you got can't read it if you're not a if you're not a company owner or or a supplier or an advocate. So you got to go to, to DirectSellingNews.com and read what's on their website. Learn what's going on in the industry. Go buy Success from Home and start reading up on all the different companies every month. Buy Networking Times. And, and learn about some of the great leaders that are there. Go go buy the the uh, Network Marketing Business Journal. Read about the startup companies that are coming into play. Go get Home Business. Go get Inc. Magazine, Entrepreneur. I pick up, man, I don't know how many. I, I read marketing uh, journals. I read franchising books. I get franchising journals in the mail. I get all these other uh, industry rags in the mail. Go get Success Magazine. I mean, you've got to have all this stuff. You've got to read it to know what's going on. You've got to be able to see the trends coming and going. I had somebody ask me the other day, Troy, are you a prophet? Because you you seem to hit these companies with red flags, and, and they either change the red flag. I mean, they change their company business model, which takes away some of the income, which which runs off some of the weirdos, or they go out of business. I said, it's not that I'm a prophet. It's just I've studied this for so long, and I've studied people for so long, that I can usually hit the red flags. If a company will understand and see that they are red flags, bring people in to fix the red flags, then they have an opportunity to survive. If they're not willing to do that, they will fail, which means distributors get hurt. To do that, you've got to become aware of the marketplace. Pay close attention to what the news is, what are current events, what's happening, what are in some of the magazines that are out there. Second thing you need to do is you need to seek some mentorship. Well, before I go on to that, let me say this. Some of you may be saying, "Try, I don't like reading. I don't want to read magazines and look at the pictures. I, don't, I sure don't want to read a book with no pictures. There's a website you can go to. It's called audible.com. Now you can download the MP3, put it on your your iPod or your smartphone, whatever it is you have, and just listen to the highlights. Success Magazine, if you go over there and order Success Magazine, they actually have a bridged edition of all the books from all their people, plus they give you a CD every month. You've got to become a student of the business. second thing you have to do is seek a mentor. Don't. Forget to ask for help. That's what Darren said. I mean, he is so just straight, straightforward. Nope, no, no pussyfooting around. Don't forget to ask for help. You'll waste a lot of time, energy, and money if you don't. Let's say you're an amateur stock market ad- advisor, uh, investor, and you want to you want to make the right choices with your money. Wouldn't you want to hire an investment coach that would teach you how to earn the best returns? See, that's the key. You got to get some help, folks. You can't you can't just Think you can do it on your own. This is not rocket science, but it does take a little bit of due diligence. My good friend and mentor, Richard Brooks, says this all the time. If people would take the same time and energy to do due diligence in the first place, instead of bitching and moaning, coming out the back end that it failed, then they wouldn't have this issue. And on that note, I know my my, my, my mom's listening. Now, I want to know that, yes, you can have life shots and make a tea out of it. Richard says it's a great tea. Um, had to put that plug in there both for, for I'm drinking life shots but for my mama who uses that. But this is important, folks, that you understand this, that you focus on this. I want to review what we've covered. Number one, there's only one reason for starting and maintaining a successful business, and that's to make a profit by acquiring and retaining customers. Did you hear you, you hear that? I didn't say by recruiting other people. Another one of those myths that's out there by by all those those critics that want to tell you about network marketing. It's about getting customers on a product and using that product. Oh, but Troy, I might saturate the market. I doubt it. How many different toilet papers are out there? Some of them from the same doggone company. You're not going to saturate nothing. Okay, if you're not making a profit, you're not helping anyone. It's your birth rate and your responsibility as an entrepreneur to create abundance in your life and the lives of others. Not just money, but abundance. Second thing out of today. Most home-based business owners are not business people. They don't have an ambition to be financially free. They're simply self-employed worker bees who have created a job for themselves, and they can't afford to quit the job. Man, Darren hits this one on the head. I don't know how many times I've heard people constantly, they're busy, 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 three-way calls, webinars, holding meetings, flying around the country. Crying out loud, I can get—I can make six figures a year, take two weeks vacation, have all the benefits, and get that from a corporation. Why the heck am I doing it for myself? I want to enjoy my life, period, plain and simple. And you need to, too. So either become a business owner or realize you're self employed and you're always gonna to have to work. Number three. Would you rather be right or rich? Swallow your pride and seek assistance and solutions. Constantly act on advice from people qualified to give it. There is so many resources available for people now, you cannot go wrong. Number four, if you want a lucrative home based business and it's not a network and not and it's not network marketing, be prepared to work much harder for less money. Nothing is better for leveraging your time, energy, and money than a home business network marketing company. I'll agree with that. Okay, But there are quite a few things that you can do out there. And if you want to do something else, contact me offline. Troy Dooley at MLMHelpDesk.com. I've got lots of great companies that if you don't want to build a network... That is awesome. We've got direct selling companies that pay you lots of money to market the products. And I'll show you how to do that. Number five, most people come to to Darren or I even trying to rationalize why they selected the company they did. They're not coming for our advice or counsel. They're coming to get our approval. And when we don't give it, they walk away. Not all companies are good companies, and that's what I want you all to know. There are some good ones, and there's not some good ones. This is why we've got to stay focused. Number six, today we learned to make the right company choice, we've got to first clear our mind of all existing ideas, ventures, and schemes and start looking at the logical side of things. We learned that one of the greatest secrets to becoming a master marketer is to learn how to pay attention to the marketplace. And lastly, don't forget to ask for help. That's the key. Tomorrow, we're in part three, naring the field. We start in key number two, product industry, what to sell and why. I just noticed my mom got back online. Mom, wants you to know, Richard Brooks said that Life Shots makes a great tea, says you can use that with warm water, heat yourself some up, and it is a soothing drink. So there you go. Folks, thanks for hanging out with us on Real Mentors Radio. Remember, live life like it's an epic adventure. And this, You are network marketing, so act like it. I'll see you tomorrow right here on RealMentorsRadio.com.